0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio.
1: We all know that life can be busy, but when you're juggling work, kids and family, some things fall to the end of the to-do list like what you're going to eat today. Sometimes after my partner and I have tag-teamed on breakfast, lunches and dressing the kids, I just can't be bothered with my own lunch. And at about three o'clock, I find myself reaching for easy snacks like chips or chocolate. I mean, I like how they taste, but also, you know, I could be a bit more prepared Katie Allison is a dietitian from Diabetes New South Wales and ACT. They've produced nine nutritious, tasty, and they say easy to make snacks to get the whole family through the day. Hi, Katie, how are you?
0: Hi, lovely to be here.
1: A lot of these snack suggestions are called substitutes. What are the sort of snacks we should be substituting? You're going to say chips and biscuits.
0: <laughs> <you>? <laughs> yeah, so when it comes to choosing healthy snacks, we, we want to make sure, first and foremost, we're getting as much nutrition as we can. So we're giving our body the good stuff. So we're looking for those snacks that have more vitamins, more minerals, more antioxidants, and more fiber. And we want to have less of those sometimes or what we technically call discretionary foods, which do tend to be those things like your cakes and your biscuits and lollies and soft drinks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, soft drinks, I I don't have a problem with soft drinks, but a lot of people do, don't they? Yeah. I mean, the key thing about this though is the the foods. So there are the obvious ones that we know about. So I know when I'm eating chocolate or chips that that's a bit naughty, but um, are there foods that are worse for us than we think?
0: Good question. So sometimes it can be hard, especially when you're trying to navigate the supermarket. There can be foods that we think are healthy, but they might have added fat, added salt or added sugar with us even realizing it. So what I'd recommend in that situation is when you go to the supermarket and you're picking up a product, first and foremost, ask yourself, does it belong to one of the five healthy food groups? So is it something that's going to give my body goodness? So does it belong to the veggie section, the fruit section, the whole grain varieties of cereals and other, um, other grains, lean proteins or reduced fat dairy, where we know we're going to get lots of nutrition. Outside of the five healthy food groups, it's hard to get essential nutrients in the same amounts.
1: So what about those ones where they say they claim, you know, this drink has the equivalent of 5 cups of veggies in it. I'm sure I'm sure I've seen that somewhere.
0: Yeah. So they do have to comply with strict guidelines set by the Food Standards Australia and New Zealand. Um however, sometimes it can be a bit deceiving. Um so the next question you'd probably want to ask yourself is is this high in, in sugar? and is this high in fat so for example something like a muesli bar a lot of your bars do tend to be high in those cereal grains but they also can have a lot of sugar or syrup kind of sticking them together and they might also have a fair bit of added fat there too so it would still be that sometimes food and there's a good general rule of thumb you're looking for the less processed the better Um, so if it's really quite processed you still want to keep it to that sometimes
1: what exactly is sometimes? Yeah. If you had to give it a, a, you know, a weekly, a fortnightly, a monthly, what what is sometimes in your mind?
0: Yeah, good question. And it does differ t- uh, between people. Um, so if you're thinking about, you know, I have, uh, let's use the example of chips. I have them every day of the week as my morning tea. It might be looking at making those small changes that start to add up to big differences. So it might be instead of having it every day, looking at having it every second day or every third day, depending on what you can work with. That's still going to be a massive leap in the right direction. If you are watching your weight or are struggling a little bit with your weight, then the less the better in terms of that. You're saying
1: no sometimes <laughs> food. Damn it. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Katie Allison. She's a dietitian from Diabetes New South Wales and ACT. They've developed nine nutritious, tasty, and easy to make snacks for the whole family. We were just talking about sometimes foods and, you know, how to be careful of the sugar we're consuming even when we think we're not. Um, So the nine snacks that you've put together, when you say they're easy to make, is there uh, oven involvement? Like are we cooking stuff? Are we...
0: Um, it, it just depends.
1: On... <laughs> She's like, oh, yes, maybe.
0: <laughs> it just depends. And look, it can be quite flexible and you can adapt to suit your needs. So, for example, I think one of the things we refer to is your air pop popcorn. And if you're anything like me, if I put popcorn on the stove, I'm guaranteed to burn it. Um, <laughs> but I found, you know, a really easy trick where if you've got a brown paper bag, you've got the corn kernels in there, loosely roll it a couple of times, pop it in the microwave, just like microwave popcorn. Within a few minutes, you've got a nice bag of um, popcorn that's air popped and you can add extra flavors to it, like a little bit of cinnamon or a little bit of smoked paprika if you want a savory popcorn. And
1: it's as simple as that. And avoid the... Salt, sugar, or honey—that some and people, or butter—that we yeah. normally put on popcorn. Okay, so that's one example. Um, do you have an alternative for the muesli bar? Because I know a lot of people—that's sort of a go-to thing when they put it in their lunchbox. Or
0: yeah, look if if. Um, If it's more of a a kind of a convenience thing and having it as a backup, going for one that's based on whole grains um, is definitely a step in the right direction. But if even better, you can make it yourself at home and you know exactly what's going into it. Involve the kids as well, because that's going to help teach them about healthy foods and um, help set them up with life habits that will be really important later on. Um, and you can add in anything you like. So if you're making, say, a slice, for example, or a little mini muffins, which are nicely portioned out, or even um, pikelets, you could put in grated veggies, grated fruit or fruit purees to sweeten. And um, a lot of them, if you put them in an airtight container or freeze them, you can have them all throughout the week. So it usually is only doing up a batch on the weekend and it'll last you all throughout the week.
1: We're coming into summer now and mm-hmm. there are a lot of sweet fruits that are in season. Mm-hmm. Is there such a thing as good and bad fruit?
0: Good question. Um, so my short answer is no. And this is probably one of the most common questions I get asked. Um Fruit is high in antioxidants, high in vitamins and minerals, and high in fiber. And having enough fruit and vegetables can also protect us later on from health problems like type 2 diabetes. Um, So when it comes to, to fruit all fruit is good, but we do want to get a variety, making sure that we're getting a variety of colors and types. So we're getting a variety of that nutrition. But the most important thing to watch is our portion size. Um, So a lot of the beautiful stone fruit that is coming out, so plums, apricots, they tend to be a bit smaller. So if they're a small stone fruit, two pieces is usually one serve and if it's um, something a bit bigger like a, say a, a medium-sized peach one would be one serve and you're looking at aiming for about two serves each day and getting that variety if you're looking at something like those melons that are coming out or um, berries and mixing up them up as an ice fruit salad you're probably looking at about the size of your fist or about a cup worth being one of your two serves in the day
1: Gosh, it's good to know these things. I just You can eat a whole melon in one sitting sometimes, I think. It's a bit like like ice cream.
0: That I guess that's the other thing too. You do have those fruits that tend to be a little bit yummier. From um, <laughs> yes. my, um, my experience, something like grapes, where if you have the bunch there and you're picking from it, you can eat a lot more than you realise. So it's portioning them out, popping the rest back in the fridge for later, and that'll really help keep you on track.
1: Are there any types of food um, that parents should avoid that perhaps give them more sugar than they're actually going to burn for example trail mix like is that a good snack if you're going on a bushwalk not necessarily if you're just dropping the kids off at school
0: yeah so with something like an energy dense snack it can it can still be a healthy option so for example if we're thinking back to those five healthy food groups if it belongs to one of those five healthy food groups it's obviously going to give our body some kind of good stuff some kind of nutrition the next question to ask yourself is that is it high in sugar or is it high in fat and if it is it just means that the portion size would be a lot smaller so something like um, nuts for example um, in trail mix a great source of healthy fats helps us to absorb fat soluble vitamins a source of protein we definitely want to have it on a regular basis but only a small handful each day so again portion it in it out is important. If it's something that doesn't belong to the five healthy food groups but is quite energy dense, then it belongs to that um, sometimes food. With something like dried fruit though, it can be a bit tricky and the main reason for that is because it's quite sticky. So it's not great for our teeth and our kids' teeth. So we do still want to limit that to a little bit more of an occasional treat.
1: Is dried fruit just bad for teeth? Like is it is it higher in sugar content?
0: Yeah, well, if you imagine it's it's been that bit processed, So the water's come out of the fruit and everything has become a bit more concentrated. So again, the portion size would be much smaller. So if you're looking at a serving of grapes, it might be around um, 20 grapes. But if you're looking at Um, Sultanas, for example, a serving would be one and a half tablespoons, so a lot smaller. So we do have to compensate in that way. But yeah, the biggest concern is probably with the teeth and the portion
1: size. Well, at least it's, you know, kind of balances out. Just get them to clean their teeth afterwards, maybe.
0: (laughs) I guess... Fresh is always best. So when it comes to fruit, fresh is always best. And if you want a little bit of variety throughout the week, a little bit of um, dried fruit here and there should be okay.
1: That's good to hear. Katie, thank you so much for all your tips today.
0: It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me.
1: That was dietitian Katie Allison. And for the full list of the healthy snacks for busy families as compiled by Diabetes New South Wales and ACT, just head to our website, kindling.com.au.